welcome to the Excuse My African podcast. My name is Stella Damasis and I am your host. Join me as I take you on a journey through the eyes of a misrepresented and misunderstood African girl abroad. In this episode, I will talk about black on black racism. Okay, um, I, I'm gonna have to be very careful with this episode because I know how sensitive it is. I know that a lot of people will come at me. I know how volatile it can be. I know how controversial it can be. So I'm gonna be very careful, but in being careful, I'm not gonna taint my truth. I'm gonna be as honest as I wanna be because, hey, this is my show, so I have a right. <laughs> okay, so... um. We all know everything that's happening with racism in America between the whites and the blacks, um, people of color, as they're um, described as. And we all know what's going on with Black Lives Matter. I live in America with my family, and I know what it means to be black in America. It is really horrible because even though I'm African, nobody's going to look at me and say, oh, she's African, so she's okay. She's not African-American. No, no, no. They're going to look at me. They're going to see the color of my skin. They're going to look at my children. They're going to see the color of their skin. And if anybody is going to treat them in a funny way because they're colored, they will treat them. They will treat me the same way because you treat me according to the color of my skin before you hear my accent to know that I wasn't born here. So I am not um, African-American. I am an African immigrant. But that is not what I'm talking about today because that is a whole other big show altogether that's another topic for another day because i am going to talk about racism and the things that have been happening in america things that you see on tv they are true and it has to start because i don't understand why at this day and age we're still having issues because of skin color because when people say oh africans should go back to where they're coming from and all of that the first question i asked is uh excuse me did they come here on their own or were they brought here by force so you want them to go back? Okay, you are going to recreate their homes. You are going to find their their ancestors. You're going to find their relatives. You're going to provide as many boats and you're going to provide as many transportation as you can to take them back to where they're coming from. And who are you taking back? The people you brought here or generations after? Generations that were born and bred here. Well, anyway, like I said, this is a topic for another episode. But today I really want to focus on the issue of black on black racism. I know that when I say this, people are going to think, are you all right? What do you mean black on black racism? I'm sorry to say this. I'm really sorry to say this, but I have faced black on black racism. And I'm not saying this to offend anyone or to hurt anyone. I am just speaking based on my experience. First of all, I came in contact a few years ago when I came to America. I came in contact with a guy um, we were on a set. We were supposed to be filming a PSA, a public service announcement. And the guy walks up to me. And as soon as he heard me speak, he called me and said, um, hey, where are you from? And I said, I'm Nigerian. He said, oh, okay, you're one of those. I'm like, sorry, what do you mean? Because I was producing the PSA and Daniel was directing the PSA. Daniel is my husband. He was directing the PSA. And the next thing that he would say is, uh, you guys think you can come over to America and just take over? You want to take our jobs. You want to take our women. You want to take our benefits. You want to do this. You want to do that. You want to do that. And I looked at the guy. I'm like, excuse me, do you have a problem with me? And he says, yeah. 
What are y'all doing here? What do you want here? What are you doing? Why have you left Africa? Can't you see what they're doing to us? More and more of you are coming and taking over our, our homes or this or this. Or this. And I'm like, dude, I have not come here to take over anything. I am not here to take your benefits. I am not an undocumented person. I am a documented legal African immigrant. So I do not understand what you mean. And he said, hey, what are you doing here? And I looked at him and I said, what are you doing here? And he says, look, look, you guys think you're so smart. You guys think you're better than we are. You guys think that you're more friends with the white people. You don't understand what we go through. And he was going, I, at first I thought, okay, what is this? I, and then another lady comes in and she's, she's with him. She joins him. And they're both going on and on and on. And she said, um, look, let me advise you on something. You think the white people like you? You think the white people care about you? They're killing us. They're, they're cutting us off. When you go to the to the drugstore to buy drugs, the drugs that they have, they're using those drugs to kill the African-American people. They're killing the people of color. So you better not buy any drugs. You get sick, do natural. You get this, take a remedy from your home. You get, and I'm like, if they're drugging people, if they're putting bad drugs on the shelves of these pharmacies and, and the hospitals, they don't label it blacks only. Everybody drinks it. Everybody takes the medication. So how come you feel that it's they're targeting the people of color? And then I looked at her and I'm like, do you know what? Ever since I came to this country, the honest truth is that the white people have been nicer to me. It sounds crazy. It sounds stupid. It sounds weird. But I'm not going to lie. I have a lot of white people who I know who are nicer to me. But a lot of African-Americans, when I meet them, they're hostile towards me. They're the ones that don't like me. They're the ones that go on and on about what am I doing here? Am I coming here to compete with them? We are the ones coming to take all the scholarships. We are the ones coming to take over all the hospitals. We work as nurses. We, we've taken all the Uber jobs. We've taken all. The, I'm like, we are here to hustle, dude. We, we are going through the same struggles as you. We can't be facing the white on black racism and then face black on black from you. We are supposed to be one. We are supposed to be together. We cannot be having this argument. When you guys have, when, when they say people of color and you're facing issues and you're on the streets with your placard saying Black Lives Matter, we are black too. There's power in the number. If you start to cause divisions, your voices will never be heard. It will be too small. But when you come with us, when, when you liaise with us, when you fight with us, when we stand with you and we understand what the struggle is, we are louder, we are more. If you were Africans, you have Haitians, you have Jamaicans, you have people from the Caribbean islands, you have different people. Look, when people say people of color, they always refer to African Americans. And I'm like, that's not it. I'm African, I'm a woman of color. I deserve to be included in what they're doing. But most of the time, it's only African Americans. And I'm like, I do not get it. I thought that we were supposed to all be one. My ancestors are your ancestors. We're all the same. Why is there a division? And then someone made an argument with me and said, look, when Africans come to America, they start to avoid us. They don't want to live where we live. They don't want to work where we work because they've been fed a lot of crap from the media. The media makes people think that African-Americans are all filled with drugs, rapists, you know, people who steal, you know, people who do all kinds of things. Because on the television, every time that you hear that someone was arrested or was shot or was done this or that, it is always a black man or a Latino man. So Africans have all this pre 
preconceived notion about what African Americans are and who they are. So when they come, they either want to be in their own communities of Africans or they want to be with the white folk because they feel, oh, African Americans are too crazy. We don't want the white people to think that we're like them. And they think that we're kissing butt to be accepted, but we're not. That is the truth. We feel that we're alienated. We feel that we are not accepted. So on both sides, we have issues. On our side, we feel these people are not accepting us. They feel that we're a threat to them. They do not want to invite us. They do not want to embrace us or welcome us. But on the other hand, they feel that the Africans come in here with a preconceived notion of who they are, that we don't give them a chance to express themselves. So the reason I'm doing this topic is not to lay blame on the African-Americans or the African. But to say we have to find a way to heal the divide. We have to find a way to come together and realize that when they mention people of color, it's not just black. It's not just us. It's the Indian. It's the Chinese man. It's the Lebanese man. It's the Haitian. It's the Jamaican. It's, it's the person from Trinidad and Tobago. We're all colored. We're not white. So my thing is, when do we come together and speak with one voice and understand each other? Because I see a lot of African-Americans that, you know, they dress with the dashiki. They talk about the motherland. They talk about Africa, my home and all of that. But we don't see them actually doing more things with the real African immigrants who were not born or raised here. We don't see them hosting enough seminars to understand much about the culture that they say is their motherland. We are one. We are the same. I want to know more about your struggle and I want you to know more about our culture. I want you to know about our tradition, the way we marry, the way we dance, the way we dress, what we eat, how we live, who we are, who our ancestors are. And in the same vein, we want to know about you, what your ancestors went through, what struggles you're facing, how we can help, how we can come together, why you're where you are, what we can do to make our lives better. That's what we're all here for. And for me, that is a big American dream. How do we come together as people of color and help each other to live a better life and put an end to this brutality, to this segregation, to this, to this racism, to this craziness that's going on? We have a government right now in America that has opened a door for a lot of racism and is getting worse. So I'm just saying, as opposed to fighting each other and, and, and having preconceived notions about who we are let's come together heal the divide talk about these things you know get to know ourselves get to share i want to be able to invite an african-american family to my home or to my event to say let's get to know you what's the story with your ancestors and i want an african-american association or forum or or seminar or a family to invite me to say what do you eat where are you from what language do you speak what does this mean you know, what's your tradition? What is the hierarchy? You people have kings, you have, you have queens, and, and you fought wars, and you were able to get your independence. How did it go? What was it? These are the kind of conversations that we are supposed to be having. These are the kind of forums we're supposed to be having. Because sometimes I watch TV, I watch some particular stations that are supposed to be black, and I hardly see representation of me. My children hardly see people who represent them. Yes, you see someone who is your skin color, but you don't see anyone who sounds like you. You don't see anyone who has your experience, who was born from where you were born, who was raised with your values and your culture. I don't see it. 
I look at the movies that are supposed to be black films and I don't see people who represent me. If I see one or two, it's probably the maid or the taxi driver or someone who witnessed a crime or a nurse. I hardly, you can count on 10 fingers, you can count how many real African immigrants, not Africans who were born and raised here or born and raised in the UK, no. Africans who were born and raised in Africa and came here when they were teenagers or, or when they were already adults, you hardly ever see those kinds of people who are represented in forums and speaking engagements, in movies, in theater, in whatever. It is so difficult. And I'm saying, let us heal the divide. Let us come together because together we are stronger. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And I hope you'll join me again for the next one. You can contact me via email, excusemyafrican at gmail.com or visit the website, excusemyafrican.com for more details. Remember to stay positive and give love.